0: Bit of American beauty there. Welcome to High Spirits. We are starting almost on time today. High Spirits. Mm-hmm. It's Buckhouse Square. It's Tuesday. It's six o'clock. <clears throat> yeah, it's good to be here. I wasn't here last week, so it's uh, it's extra special tonight. So, uh, welcome. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do.
1: Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this
0: week on Bug Square,
1: it's a huge it day. Man, I was just... Uh,
0: uh, I- I was doing all kinds of mistakes today at work. I just couldn't concentrate because the excitement uh, was just uh, overcoming. Uh, what we got tonight is uh, uh, flea market finds. I just I've tapped into a to a whole uh, a dollar bin that just took me uh, through time and around the world. So we're gonna experience that together. Um, it's gonna be a good thing and. Uh, we got a shit ton of, uh, excuse me. Uh, there are quite a few contributors uh, that we have this evening. Hope we're going to try to get to them. And uh, the mo- most more special than all, we've got um, uh, we've got a, a very good artist who is into, or I don't know if he still is, but the exhibit that he's got here at the station is all motorcycles. So we're going to talk motorcycles. We're going to talk art. Uh, That's Joseph uh, um, uh, Mock Mock Dig Joseph Mock So we're going to We're going to have a nice long chat We're going to talk about all kinds of things So um, Stay tuned
1: Killed him in the river Some strange man Was that A vigilante man So I want I want to
0: iterate too, that this, um, it, it, this is all just from the stuff that I got out of the bin. So that's what that's what this is. This is not the warm blanket, um, but
1: uh, it should be interesting. I mean, you know, let's uh, let's do this together. Why does a vigilante man? carry that so shotgun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down. I rambled around from town to town, I rambled around from town to town, and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
2: cold-hearted orb that rules the night removes the colors from our sight. Red is gray and yellow-white, but we decide which is right and which is an illusion. Pinprick holes in a colorless sky let insipid figures of light pass by. The mighty light of 10,000 suns challenges infinity and is soon gone. Nighttime, to some, a brief interlude, to others, the fear of solitude. Brave Helios, wake up your steeds. Bring the warmth the countryside needs. to love.
3: She always knows her place She's got style She's got grace She's a winning Who's me?
4: If you disrespect everybody that you're running to Yeah on think everybody's supposed to respect you? Tell me y'all If you don't give a heck about the man with the Bible in his hand Y'all
5: Just get out the way and let the gentleman
6: But hard now, they don't baby you somehow. Fancy clothes, silk and gown, you'd be out of place in your own hometown. Walk down the avenue, they won't believe. Lips painted eyes, Wearing a bird of paradise All seemed wrong somehow It's you nobody's know, sweet heart now You turned me down and then you went away There's nothing left for me to do but play to forget you done me wrong, I'll play the tune and sing the song. Baby da 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 da
0: Second, gotta put my earmuffs on. Hey, it's Bug Out Square. It's uh, it's it's not just Bug Out Square. It's Mini Radio, on the corner of Twenty First and Florida in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. It's uh, dark. It's dark when when I got here, and it's uh, it's still dark. Uh, that's good. That means uh, that uh, winter's upon us. But it's like, shit, man. It's just like it's still got another four weeks of getting darker. Um, but you know, uh, I digress. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a wonderful evening. We got a show here. I'm going to bring this up because we got a, a cat in the studio. Um, uh, I wanted to give me a, a, uh, uh, his name's Joe mock and, uh, he is a, uh, I'm, I'm not, I not I'm going to let him describe what, what he does, but he's got a, an exhibit now, um, at the station up, up here. How many pieces in this?
7: Uh, Approximately. Hi there. Uh, yeah, uh, it's probably what like it started out at like sixty five, but I sold uh, the last show, so it's probably down to fifty now.
0: Fifty. So uh, fifty pieces. And out. and I gotta this me. I gotta say that um, this is one of the one of the uh, if not the best uh, exhibit that I've I've been here a long time, seen a lot of seen a lot of artists come and go, um, but uh, this one is really uh, this is up there because it's it's just really um a, a couple of things it's um uh motorcicular so that's like great because they're all just like motorcycles and it's got um there's all kinds of other attributes we could connect with it so we're going to talk with uh joe joseph can we call you joe or Joe's what do you like me, yeah. all right thanks man huh <laughs> so uh yeah inter- ladies and gentlemen this is uh this is joe uh joe where'd you grow up
7: uh, i grew up in uh, modesto california
0: Really, Modesto? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the uh, um, the break room for Silicon Valley. Is how the is guy that... from uh, Granddaddy. You know those guys?
7: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Personally, I know. No, no, <laughs> I've heard of them, but yeah.
0: Yeah, they were from. Uh, they were...
7: There's a couple of celebrities that have been from Modesto. Right? Uh, Not like
0: serial killer or, or no. There's, like...
7: there's there's a there's a famous killer. There's probably a couple of famous killers actually, but they haven't uh, been uh, caught yeah. yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we got we got a uh, George Lucas. Friends of yours, Joe. Too. No, what's,
0: I'm sorry, what's that?
7: George Lucas is from there, too. Uh, really? Yeah, a couple actors, too. Uh, I think Timothy Oliphant and, um, oh, God. There's a couple others. I can't remember more. That's cool.
0: How was, uh, um, uh, I have a, uh, I've got some kin in Modesto. Yeah. Uh, moved out there. Um, later in life, uh, not later in life, but after marriage. So I didn't uh, have that uh, sense of uh, growing up. So you grew up in Modesto. Yeah,
7: it's funny. I, I, you know, it was one of those places that I hated as a kid, and now I go back, and it's where family, and, you know, I got a niece and nephew, and it's fun to be there now. Why did you hate it? Oh, it's just, you know, it's a small town. It, well, it used to be a smaller town, and, you know, cow town, and, you wanted, right. you know, as a kid, I wanted to get away to the big city. So. Sure. But I've been here for,
0: And look at you now, man. You're right? like a big-time artist in San Francisco, just like killing it. <laughs> Thanks, Right man. on, man. Here on Bug House Square, you're just like this is the great. pinnacle. I've never the done pillar. a radio
7: show before, so this is real exciting for
0: me. Uh, yeah, this is great. You know, I always like to bring visual artists in and, and we uh, try to... Talk about the art. Um, because I do uh, um, uh, a segment called, uh, you know, judging a record or not buying a record by its cover. So I go into vivid detail of, uh, you know, what... What what's the, on the cover? Yeah, what's on the That's cover? That's kind of great. And I just, it just comes alive. Uh, it does. <laughs> um, but uh, Joe, I think what we should do is, all right. So um, I, that last set, I know. I it, um, uh, it wasn't the warm blanket. I didn't feel that. That was all, all. those were cold. Uh, nah, there's a few in there that I knew. But there's a lot of cold stuff in there. But these are records that I bought that were um, uh, a dollar. And we're in, in an um, interest. They just seemed interesting to me, so that's why I got them. So let me let's go back. So that last tune was uh, Leon Redbone, off his Double Time. I just like Leon Redbone, I guess, because uh, you know he just sounded like uh, he looked. You know, uh, it's a pretty just, badass cover too. Yeah, yeah, Do Wah Diddy or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Leon Redbone. Um, let me hold on. Let me I'm gonna bend down and just do this down here. So we also had Ramsey Lewis Trio. So the, all these are records that I got um from uh the the uh flea markets finds. Uh uh Ramsey Leo uh <laughs> uh Ramsey Lewis Trio uh Best of. There you go. But still best of like the first couple records. So it was, a, it was an early record. This one is very nice. It's uh, Watts Stacks. Um, it was a live record put out like after the Watts, um, sometime after the Watts uh, riots, and just a just an awesome you know uh, uh, show that a bunch of artists did in um, uh, L.A. And uh, they were it's on record. So um, that was the Staple Singers. Uh, we saw Respect Yourself, and um, uh, I'll take you there. Yep. Uh, before that uh, Place in the Sun Pablo Cruz had to get this because that's like the big that was the big record and uh, there's a couple hits on there and uh, I don't know Pablo Cruz uh, Place in the Sun that's what that was I think that would be a good that's a good song that would go like uh, into uh, like bluegrass not even bluegrass but just like really just like one person in 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 a shitty guitar I think that would be a good song for that uh the roaches uh nerds we did Um uh, yeah nerds the roaches uh look them out you know seek them find them and uh it. listen to them yeah that's uh so uh with joe's been here we've been talking music and stuff and uh um uh, he's getting some homework assignments to, uh, just to delve in <laughs> to, uh, to experience things. And uh, as, as everyone should, right? Um, just, you know, music is, um, uh, it keeps us sane. It does. It does. It can whip us up, but um, in, in the long run. Tom Jones, She's a Lady, uh, that was a classic. Uh, it was a cutout. These, so these are ones where they put a, poke a hole in the corner. And it, it was all—it it was completely sealed—and I and I just—I tore it open because uh, it was Tom Jones, um, Doobie Brothers. Uh, we did "Long Train Runnin'," I believe that was from uh, the Captain and Me. I got that record; it was a d- decent copy for a dollar dollar. Uh, Carney, Le- Carney, Leon Russell—I I have to. That was like the first uh, two songs off that. I'm gonna tap into that. That's um, that's some like trippy stuff. Um, Cream from their last concert, I think, or one of the last we did. Uh, Politician was the name of that song uh, from the uh, Goodbye Cream, and we started off with Days of Future Past, the Moody Blues with the London Festival Orchestra. Um, I'm sorry, it was <laughs> not exactly what I was hoping for, but it was good. It was. Uh, I'm. I'm glad. Uh, uh, you know, I'm glad you're still with us, and I. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm glad. So, um, so we got that out of the way. Uh, now let's, uh, we got Joe here. So, all right. So last week I came in, um, when did you put them up? Couldn't been more than, no, it's
7: two weeks. The second or something like that, I think. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah last week I wasn't here, but uh, a couple of weeks ago I come in and it's like, whoa. So they're, um, uh, floor to ceiling. Just these impeccable illustrations, or well, how would you describe them? They're illustrations, yeah. Illustrations of motorcycles, and not just, um, not just you know the running. I mean, this is like really good. So he's got the whatever the the the, the, the bike is, and then um, somewhere on the on the page is the the year and the model of the. Um of the bike that's you know illustrated, and it's all like super stylistic and and just beautiful it's kind of some of it's uh ish you know like kind of uh maybe i don't know I'm getting like this uh, you know late nineteenth uh, century vibe you know, from some of the stuff yeah. uh, or maybe like or maybe like um I've got a lot of uh World War one sheet music, mm-hmm. you know and it's and they're all like they got some really nice all the covers of the sheet music you ever right. like get into
7: that yeah no I mean, there's
0: art you know there's a lot of artwork in those you know yeah. they're just these different
7: things and it's it, it kind of has that there was a time when everything was you know like there was a lot of design in everything you know like from sheet music to you know advertising to, to right. whatever right to, yeah. to album covers
0: yeah posters and yeah. all that kind of stuff so um so I came came in and um, I tried to memorize your name and I think I did. You got it. And <laughs> and we get, and you got a whole thing. Um, so if you're in the corner 21st in Florida, if you're traveling through town, check it out. It'll be up here for a, a few more weeks. So I saw it and I'm like, I've got to like um, call this guy and just kind of see. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm into um, I'm into motorbiking and I've got um, a couple old BMWs, but I see that, you know, they're not, the ones that I have aren't, um, uh, super rare. Like, like, see, so these are, you know, when you're illustrate, you can just take the, the, the most awesome bike right. BMW has, right.
7: You know, or you can do, you know, I got the, the bro superior, the broth superior, the, the one that uh, T Lawrence had, right? And, you know, like, so you get to draw all the stuff that you'll never actually see in person because, you know, you're working from, from reference. So you now, can draw whatever you want.
0: <laughs> do you, um, now doing this, are you, um, do you reference anything when you're when you're?
7: Definitely, I mean, yeah, like I, I, I don't definitely. Don't, I'm not like I don't have a photographic memory or anything. This is all from reference. Right. The story goes that basically I, the project's called Retro Motors project, project. You you put the nail on the head there. Um, yeah, it's all vintage motorcycles, and I did it just to learn a little bit more about motorcycles for myself and have a, you know, because you know, artists, they need to practice just like everybody else. So sure. I gave myself this assignment to a draw every day, something that I was interested in and to, you know, learn more about the bikes. Cause I like motorcycles, but I don't know that much about them. So
0: that's, that's
7: <laughs> like, so that's a
0: bit, but you still, um, you, excuse me, you still, uh, you own a motorcycle and, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, the experience of, yeah. riding well, a so
7: I, I come from like, so I moved to San Francisco, what, 2005. And I started okay. bicycling. I was like, I saw a bicycle passing the bus that I was on and I was like, I need to get a, a two wheeled vehicle. I wanted a motorcycle as a kid, but you know, my parents wouldn't let me get one. So right. bicycles were my thing for a long time. And then a friend of mine got a moped and I was like, that thing's stupid. That's noisy. Everybody hates it. He took her and he, he brought, he rode it in and I was just like, can I take it around the block? And that was it. Oh you know, like, man,
0: there was a dude like down the street <laughs> from me that he had, out of it worked out of his garage and he would just work on mopeds, and, there yeah. would, and it was just like, it was an amazing culture that would like roll through there, because it'd always be like, you know, half a dozen kids like working on their machines in there. And
7: there's a couple of clubs still in the city, and uh, and they're all really great people. There's there's clubs all across the country. So actually. are you
0: into this? Do you know this guy that's down? Um, Right off of uh, like uh, Fulton and Seventeenth, and there you're thinking
7: of like somebody over at Treatlands. They're they're like a distributor of parts for yeah uh, yeah yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's the dude that that that, yeah. that the tall like long haired guy.
7: Yeah yeah yeah. Um, his name slipped in my mind at the moment. I've met him before. I you know Uh-oh. like I've not been super in uh, as involved in the the community as I should be. But my buddy okay. Adam and I we you know. We've been working on these things. We actually uh, uh, took mopeds across the country once. No shit from where to where? San Francisco to New York City. No way. (laughs) Oh, man.
0: That is, like, sick. (laughs) On mopeds.
7: Yes. 50 cc uh poop magnums if you know what those are Those are the uh, ones that everybody loves yeah the pooks yeah yes. they were
0: like you could buy them in the yeah. catalog. i still you know.
7: i still i still have mine um i flew it back after uh i got it you know shipped back after i uh, uh rode it across the country oh <laughs>
0: man all right well that's like a whole uh,
7: whole nother story that's no. a
0: whole nother story shit yeah, all right but uh, of, we can't us. we can't just uh, no we can't just <laughs> leave that um just yet um all right. So you take mopeds. Did you have like a chase vehicle or something like that, or so that did you over? like was
7: plan, but we didn't. We didn't have one. Our, uh, uh, you know, like as these things happen, we had the plan, and then it all went to sea. So
0: you went two mopeds with gear
7: yeah basically we, we we left the house um one morning with all of our gear and by the time we got to what does that
0: look like do you it, have it on, like a I backpack bought, or
7: I, yeah no we, we strapped it all to the back of the you know there's like a book rack on the back of those things sure yeah for your there's like yeah, extra yeah, gas can on the back and like and yours from bicycles and your thermos yeah um but by the by the first day we were already mailing stuff back because like the bikes were so overloaded and everything else. And
0: what were the symptoms uh, for the overloaded bike? Well, they,
7: you know, they were breaking down pretty much every day, so there was a new problem. We had done a bunch of work to them to try and make them more reliable, and we found out that we had made them less reliable. So, so how
0: are you into, like, um, and I, uh, listeners, I'm uh, sorry, because this is like, i, I got to get sorry. into this, the, the minutia of this. Are you like working on like, oh, the, the piston seized or to that um, we, extent, we were you had, tearing yeah, we these motors apart? It,
7: yeah, we had, we had, you know, like uh, temp gauges on the bikes, the aftermarket temp gauges on the bike so that we wouldn't seize the engines because we were very afraid of that because that's a, that's a heavy part to bring along. Yeah. You need to um, do that. So, but the carburetors would break every day. I'm, I literally had my carburetor duct taped and baling wired on for, I want to say like 300, no, 500 miles <laughs> and, from like what was it? I want to say Oklahoma to God knows where. So, you know, we were, yeah, there was, there's all kinds of problems, but it was, for me, it was mostly my electrical system and my, uh, uh, carburetor, my buddy, he, uh, uh, Adam May, some people may know him. He's kind of, he's, he's the real mechanic. He's the, he's the, the real, uh, you know, uh, community member in the moped world. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, he, uh, uh, he was the mechanic and like, I sort of learned a lot from him. Um, but his bike was, had all kinds of other problems, but there were all these moped gangs along the way that would help us out. They would, you know, give us parts or loan us.
0: Parts. Now, how do they know? Are you like doing like social media stuff that yeah. like we're doing? Of course
7: you are. You know, yeah, you're yeah. like- we trying to reach out to people along the way because we kind of assumed this would happen. But it's also kind of fun to like get into a town and like. But they were oh, hell yeah it was super fun and they and people you were met just, great people yeah all through all throughout the country there's there's hope for humanity yeah dude they're good people and it's the great thing about like traveling through the center of the country like people talk crap about you know the the, the flyover states and everything else but they're
0: wonderful people. no that's and it's
7: beautiful places you know like the roads are and because you're on a moped you can't you can't take the freeways. so you see uh-huh. all of those back roads how'd you get over the mountains which ones? I mean, the Rockies. <laughs> well, okay, so we went we went from San Francisco down the coast, and then we went across okay. in the desert.
0: So you go went down that kind of dip, like yeah, so you went through Arizona and yeah, New, Arizona, Mexico.
7: Uh, so Arizona, um, uh, New Mexico. So Arizona, New Mexico, and then into Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Let me see if I can get this right. Oklahoma to um, Arkansas, Tennessee and then Kentucky, um, like, and there's just that whole, like... How,
0: how long was that run from, from, like, the Mississippi River up to, to New York?
7: I mean, honestly, at about that point, I stopped making new memories. Like, it was so, (laughs) (laughs) we had such a great time. But Uh, but I was definitely like, my brain's like, like, you remember that one part? And I'm like, I don't remember that part at all. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but that first part, you know, like, I remembered a lot of it. And then later on, I was like, (laughs) I remember the people. And I remember some of the things, like the first time I saw like an Amish carriage going along. In the, right, right. That was in uh, Kentucky, actually.
0: Yeah, I grew, uh, you know, in Illinois. There's, there's a lot of Amish in Illinois and yeah. Indiana. they're they're all over the place. We were
7: just like, we thought, you know, like, no, we didn't think we'd see any of that. We didn't think we're gonna see, you know, so many things that we saw along the way. And I remember like being a little freaked out about not having a support vehicle because we weren't gonna have parts. We weren't gonna. So
0: there's, so you're in the the that we, you know you're west of the Mississippi. There's some long stretches there between. Town. So oh, you're yeah. like, okay, we got gas to make it to wherever. yeah, And uh, let's uh, cross our fingers that this, yeah. we get there.
7: Yeah, yeah. I forget where it was, but there was one point we were passing through a uh, military base. And they, they, you were allowed to pass through, but you weren't supposed to stop. And my buddy ran out of gas. <laughs> and he was so freaked out. And he was, you know, like stopped, like didn't take his feet off the bike. You know, he was just pouring, like pulled the gas off the back of the bike and like started dumping it into the <laughs> tank. Like... It's like they're not gonna shoot us for like running yeah, out of gas. Not, Come on yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, you could hear the live fire dr- r- you, drills. They so. give you a few
0: minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they could they got great cameras. They, they know that you're got you know well, you're well intentioned. Ch- all
7: right. And then I dropped a chain like the second we got out the, the back side of the gate, like broke we broke ah. two chains and So what do you do? Do you collect up the old one or do you have an extra one we and you did, leave it? Yeah, we were I think we at one point one We had a backup chain, but we had to repair the chain, shorten up the wheelbase to get the repair the chain. Um, Yeah, so you know, it's it's uh, uh, depends on the depends on the problem. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. So that's so that uh, you got. um, As far as I'm concerned,
0: you you rode a moped from uh, coast to coast. That's is uh, that's that's enough for me. Um, Now. Um maybe you could walk us through. So th- these are just such beautiful illustrations of of motorbikes. So you've got um from what I can see here like just to, uh, to name a few Harley Davidson J11 and and it's at 1915. Yeah, that's and,
7: probably the first like uh i think it's one of the first V-twin Harleys. So okay. Like, that's kind of why that one's kind of famous as I recall. Um Now on- do you get the backstory to all these bikes? Yeah, yeah, I read up so uh, Honest to God, you know how yeah. I, I do these. The reference mostly comes from unless I have like a, a be up my butt about something. Most of it comes from like a Scholastic A to Z book on motorcycles. Like no shit, like excellence. You know, so that's and
0: that's, they have the 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 illustrate the pictures too. They've got that?
7: photos, um, and that's where I got the idea to do illustrations because I thought it would be cool to do an actual A to Z book. Um, but you know, it's just a history of motorcycles, and I just kind of go through it unless I unless somebody you know says like you know a couple of these are commissions that like somebody was like that's oh, an aw-
0: that's enough. an awesome um um exhibit i don't even know if it's together anymore but i did get to see it and it's it's it was really uh yeah it was spectacular just to to see especially this like pre pre world war Two. yeah there's like these like french companies and it stuff is just like it's like art deco. artwork yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're,
7: the bikes are like pieces of art deco artwork yeah um if you ever get down to uh, Solvang, California, uh-huh. they've got an amazing museum there, which I'm pretty sure, like I'm, I'm 85% sure that most of the photos from this book that I get most of my reference from came from this this collection.
0: And it's where's on, Solvang? Where's
7: Solvang, California. It's down it's down south. It's not far from uh, Santa Barbara. Okay. And it's this town that's famous for for being kind of a well, I will do a bad job. It's a it's a little bit little teeny little tourist trap. It's real cute and uh, uh but it also happens to have like this motorcycle museum. All right. <laughs> it's all right. I don't <laughs> yeah, mind yeah. cute once yeah. in a while. But you know, like we got the we got the uh, so the show, I think the earliest bikes are like the 190, 19-0, not 190s, uh um, okay. the earliest bikes and then the latest bikes are like 95, 96. So it's really like I tried to stay like what I considered older bikes but you got like the the Aprilia RSV 250 like the right the two-stroke monster um
0: and, and these the, are just and and uh, just to um try to explain so maybe if you go through the process then you could you could have a better idea of what they look like because they just they look tremendous it's not just like it's a pencil drawing, or it's painted. It's just, it's, it's really, it's just like a, like a super high quality something you'd see in like an old magazine or something. Thanks. Fred. But um, just all very, um, just very pleasant to look at. So well, what's
7: so, so so the way that so the way this works is they're all profiles. They're all like from the side of the bike, okay. and um, they are. Uh, they start with the pencil drawing, but um, they. They go through a process where I I ink them. I'm also one of my other nerdy hobbies is uh, fountain pens. So they're all done with fountain pen, waterproof fountain pen ink. Um, So that's the final drawing that you see. So you
0: got like a collection of fountain pens. Yeah, yeah. I have
7: a. (laughs) It's another nerdy thing that I'm into uh um, like old ones yeah a couple of old ones couple with the with the what do they call it the uh, can you um, still get the cartridges for them you can get cartridges i i use uh, they have uh, piston fillers oh, uh, oh so those are even older your... than the... the problem is is that if you um if you use uh uh if you use the cartridges sometimes you don't get waterproof ink and you can't do watercolor which is what i do on top of it okay so i use my own my own ink which makes it a little bit harder to clean the pens, but you know uh-huh. those nerdy things yeah you, you uh put it put you're your like squashing
0: in. berries and stuff in the back room
7: <laughs> no, I, no no I, I buy the ink but you know i okay. fill the cartridges myself and there's a i have a couple of vin, really vintage pins that use something called a there's a sack filler it's a whole nother nerdy thing uh-huh but uh yeah anyway you yeah, know i am mean, in. Mean,
0: no 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 I'm yeah, with the,
7: they're they're super fun um it's a it's a whole nother sack world. filler when is that when's the era from when those were around like this like the ones that i have are from the 60s and 70s okay so so these uh, aren't like you know Oh, no, I don't
0: have 17th any. century. Uh,
7: but I will tell you that, you know, like, there is, there is a, the nibs are, like, they're, they're actually, they don't make them the same way anymore. And uh-huh. It's like nibs were the part that the, they, the, the, the metal, metal draw? Yeah. yeah. The metal part at the end. Um, So they, so, tr- so the whole thing is, is like the thing that's sought after. For people that like to draw with fountain pens, not necessarily just write with them, are uh, let's
0: see your nibs. (laughs) All right, I don't care. Just get Uh, the nibs out. Do I have a
7: gold? (laughs) And
0: And then you pull out like a a case with like a brass case that like. Right.
7: I wish I took care of my my uh, (laughs) drawing implements that well, but no. There, there's like a gold. The gold uh, like uh, nibs are more flexible. Uh They're also much more expensive, but they're more flexible. But the older ones have this they're even more flexible so you know like you get more line variation you can get like thick thin lines more you know expression in the drawing so that's why i like drawing with them Uh because i started drawing out drawing in ink um, with with a ballpoint because i wanted to you if you start out drawing pencil you you can erase everything and nothing is very precious but when you start drawing with ink, you go, okay, this is it. This is right. You better, better do a good job. And so your, your draftsmanship gets a little bit better if you keep. Yeah. Practicing.
0: I mean, what if you, if you like blow something like halfway through one of these, that's gotta be like yeah. frustrating as hell.
7: Oh man. Yeah. No, there's a couple, there's a couple that you ever, I ever
0: like throw things across the room. and uh, next...
7: <laughs> I don't really have that reaction. I usually, you know, just, just weep in the abuse, corner, <laughs> verbally abuse myself Okay. anything. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, so, you know, like, I don't know. Like there's, there's a you 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 learn a lot by uh, using ink, but the but but then they get kind of mechanical if you're using just a ballpoint. In my opinion, uh-huh. just using a ballpoint pen. So then I was like, well, all right, well I'll start using a fountain pen, and they're they're they've got more variation and you know you more character. So anyway, yeah, that's what that's that's how I ended up with the process, and it really wasn't something I planned on showing anybody. They're all in notebooks. These are actually most of these are prints. Um, so you
0: do so you do the. Um you do the pencil, and then you got your you get your fancy drawing, nibs okay, out, and yeah. you work the magic there. <laughs> and then what?
7: And then it's a and then it's a watercolor um, on top. So Watercol- yeah, you wait a day for the, the the ink to the ink to dry, and then you do a watercolor on top. So are
0: like the tanks ink, and all the all the hard colors are ink?
7: So the so the hard colors are actually watercolor. The ink okay. is just the lines. So if you get up close to them, they're line drawings. They may look like photographs. How do you
0: from- keep the the watercolor from bleeding like in into- the you just you're just good at it right you're a fucking <laughs> artist man I that's just,
7: like <laughs> i don't okay like a lot of water because i do
0: watercolor i mean i don't do i mean i but i'd like i've dabbled you know i mean just for the hell of it to see like yeah, yeah and it's like holy shit you know you just do like touch it and it's like
7: what the it thing just like everywhere. spreads yeah. out it's like oh, so a lot fuck. of people have told me that i don't use watercolors properly it's it's uh. like you know <laughs> It's, it's that a, you don't yeah uh because it's because it's oh because it doesn't have super, that this is not the way you're supposed to use watercolors it's it's not a precise science you're supposed to let it do its thing uh-huh. and oh find really the beauty in it doing so its there's thing. a
0: whole like snobbery to it
7: well i don't know if it's snobbery i mean i think it's kind of beautiful when when somebody can just let the ink, oh the water, no the yeah no flow and like absolutely do you draw like a beautiful like like beach or something like that and the water actually looks like water because like they weren't too precious about mm-hmm. it But, um, but yeah, the way I use it is I use it like, like precise sort of filling, you know, like paint by numbers. So
0: are you just doing like just little like pinpoints and letting it kind of bleed in or do you you set up borders or
7: multiple? Well, the ink drawing is the borders. So the, will the, the, the watercolor will not penetrate past that. Well, you just get careful. You got to use a small brush (laughs) and you get careful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then you and then you know, it's a couple of layers to build up your your color and the shadows and everything uh-huh. else, yeah, it's a it's i don't know, I don't know many other people that use watercolor exactly this way, but um you know it works for me and and I feel a little bit more confident every day that i I practice this way. And my background is like digital art like i okay like, as a i'm an illustrator a commercial artist, so like I paint like on a computer most of the time, so this is like. This is the thing to do. This was originally the thing to do to to get me away from the computer to do use real materials. So yeah. So I I had to uh, um, meet
0: a friend down in the Tenderloin, and it was like it was late. It was like a weekday. It was in the like you know like ten thirty. It was just like wow, all the Mm -hmm. characters were out, and I'm like walking in like like there's some had like something going on, you know. And then there was like this one dude, and he was like it just you know, had like a trench coat on and just greasy hair and just filthy, but he's like leaning up and he's got a, um, like a a big phone, but not a, not a pad, but like a phone. And he's got some like little sketch thing going and he's doing, and he's just, it's just fucking amazing, Mm -hmm. like portrait of some haunted face, you know, that he's just doing with this thing. And I'm just like, Whoa. Nice. And then, um, and then I went, To the next corner, and there was a dude playing violin, Mm -hmm. and he was really good. And I'm gonna, and I always wanted to play this on this show, but I'm gonna not right now. But I'm gonna put my phone on here, and you're gonna remind me, Sean, play that thing of that guy playing violin. Yeah. Um, so what? So you grew up um, uh, uh, in Modesto, and then and then you did you go to? Are you educated with the uh, you know in the like, arts? Yeah, in the art. Are you like do you have <laughs> the, like the sheepskin man to prove yeah, your artisticness? Yeah,
7: for sure. Uh, so I actually didn't. You know, like I was, I was, uh, I moved to the the city in 2005 and i was sort of going to city college i thought i was going to be in movies you know i like wanted to to be a cinematographer so i like
0: i thought you said like matinee idol or something with your good looks (laughs) (laughs)
7: oh i don't know how to take that uh (laughs) um no yeah so i like i wanted to be a cinematographer i like working on movies but i didn't want to be in front of the camera so like i I, like thought you know like like being the, the the guy that came up with the looks seemed like a good idea um, but I realized I wasn't good at working with other people, at least as a kid. Um, and uh, and then I sort of didn't, I kind of like... So that
0: cancels movies, man, because it's yeah, just like a you, shit ton a of very, people.
7: Yeah, you've got to work with a lot of different people. <laughs> it's an army. But I mean, and especially in the Bay Area, like it's not, it's real hard. Like the people that make it work, hats off to them because it's, it's, a, it's a hard gig to, to make it work.
0: Uh, just getting around all the regulations and stuff or no, just I getting into the union it's and not doing-
7: LA, you know, there's not as much work. And so you got to fight for it. You got to be really good at it. You got to go through some really bad gigs to, to build up a portfolio. And the people and, who got it are holding on to it. Right. I mean,
0: there's probably, yeah, the, the, I think
7: that mostly though, you know, we're, we're, we're stupid kids when we, you know, first go to school and we don't, you know, we don't know how to work as hard at, you know, like, you know, I was raised to work hard, but it's a different thing to put up with other people and. Um, so yeah, I didn't. I di- it didn't work out for me. Um, and I, I. So now I really, you're
0: like, just burying your head in illustrations, well, like for hours on end, That's right? Yeah, awesome. no. I
7: went back to I went back to school because I always liked to draw, and I was and always people were just like, if you're you know if you're not feeling it, like go go to art school and go to get go get a like a, some sort of degree in that. And so I decided to, to go to CCA. Went to CCA, got a, a degree in illustration, and uh, I've been a freelance illustrator off and on ever since. I have uh, done like weird work doing storyboards for commercials. Uh-huh. I, uh, 2018, I got to do this really amazing comic book, like for, uh, are
0: you, so I, <clears throat> I have these like, like really great ideas sometimes, but I have like no, absolutely no, like, you know, artistic abilities, but I'm always looking for someone like for like a, um, an illustration or a t-shirt or something that's like, sure. yeah, if it's like this guy doing this and then there's this guy over there and he he's doing that. And then there's that thing that's there yeah. and it's doing this, but they're both kind of like that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah yeah all right we'll uh we uh, we'll collaborate next time I get sure. like a uh, like a brainstorm i yeah, mean i got your uh, I'll get your number
7: you're right for sure well there's you know there's there's a there's a lot of really amazing artists out there and like you kind of you kind of hustle um to to make it work and sometimes you're sometimes you're working on some like high you know like you know, job. And then sometimes you're, you're doing something for fun and like, you know, it's like great for your portfolio. You ever been
0: and, commissioned to do like a big piece or something like that? Well, yeah,
7: I did. Uh, I, I've done some, I've done some pretty cool stuff. Um, I, I like to think I did this, uh, like I was saying, this comic book uh, for the foster youth program down uh-huh. in LA County, got commissioned to do that. That was like a year of work. Dig. Uh, that was, uh that was cool. Um,
0: What I've, was the best character? Uh, the, the best
7: superhero out of that one? There was a, there was a, uh, the, Main character was named uh, Karada, and she was this uh, this. It's like this little girl who, you know, it, it's sort of like it's for the foster youth program, right? Uh-huh. So they're like these kids that that get kind of whisked away from their bad sure. lives too, you know, and it's supposed to be try to help kids that are reading the book sort of feel like they're not so alone and everything. Some
0: uh, inspiration, Yeah,
7: but it's a fantasy sci-fi story and she's got these glasses and she puts on the glasses. She can, she can understand other people's, you know, experiences and stuff like that. Ah, empathy, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but that was a really fun character and and they actually focus group the characters and the kids loved her and like, so I was really proud of that one. Um, Yeah, she's, Cool character, uh, and uh, yeah, no, it was a fun. Project. So you,
0: do you, would you prefer doing like um, projects like that, where it would be a series of drawings versus like, oh, I want um, a sixteen by twenty mural of this or that, or well,
7: I mean, I went into, I went, I studied illustration as opposed to fine art because uh-huh. I'm not good at giving myself assignments. Like this, this is the biggest assignment I've. This motorcycle show, is uh-huh. the biggest assignment I've ever given myself. And the only reason why it worked because it was really simple and stupid. So when
0: you say that, so so typically illustrations, these are things that you just you knock get a com- out and you, get you a do commission
7: it. to do it. Somebody goes, right. I want you to paint me my motorcycle, um, right? Or I want you to do a comic book. And this is, you know, I didn't write the comic book. Like somebody right. else wrote the comic book, and they, you know, the this uh, ad agency hired me to do the do the You ever illustrated
0: for anybody more than once?
7: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've. Uh, I used to work for, you know, do, when I was doing the storyboarding, I worked for this company out in Bangkok um, and I was doing work for them. So I'd be doing like,
0: was it like a uh, commercial manga or what? no, no, it
7: was, it was uh, commercials for everything from visa to the, to the tourism board of Oman to wow. Like a, uh, uh, a couple of uh, anti animal trafficking uh, institutions, like this PSAs for anti-human trafficking.
0: You got to, um, you, do you have a, uh, a moral, um, uh, you red line when you do this, you ever been getting get any like questionable things where you have to think about that sort of thing.
7: So, um, when in, in, in art school, I got to, to visit New York and talk to a really famous, uh, um, uh, graphic designer and illustrator. Uh, and, uh, you know, I asked a question like, sort of like, how do you, how do you, you know, where, where's your, how do you, how do you come up with a moral, like ethical guidelines and something like that? And it's like, do you have, do you have good ethics? <laughs> like you know, you just have to use your best judgment, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just like you know, I don't know some some, some you know some things are just like for sure. you, yeah. Well, you turn um, down jobs every once in a while because you know, like you're just
0: have like, you have you turned down a job that you thought was just like eh, I don't want to get involved in that. Yes, yes. And okay. I won't
7: name names Good. or anything like no, that. No, no, but no. Yeah, no, definitely. Like
0: I just and, want to see that you got that spine to you, sure. Joe.
7: Well, I try. <laughs> You know that you don't. A lot of the time, you know, you you take a job because you're desperate, um, especially when you're starting out. But right, uh, you know, like there's there's been a couple of times where you just like, you know, I'm desperate, but not that desperate.
0: Cool. All right. All right. Cool. Well, um, so these are all prints because I was gonna steal one, but um, yeah. they're like all right. So they're.
7: <laughs> there's right. a couple. There's a couple of originals in there, but you got to hunt for them.
0: Okay. Um, but I've got um so. Um, so that that's the, the art part of it. But, um, uh, you have a, I know you, man, now I don't know what to do. Cause you rode a fucking moped across the country. It's like, <laughs> I am, I, I am just like, I have, so you know, I've rebuilt I'm,
7: a couple of motorcycles. Uh, <laughs> like I, and you know, like I, I'm so stoked on like every type of motorcycle, but, um, uh, yeah, my, my current stable is pretty slim. I got the moped and i got the, uh, uh, still
0: got the, is this the one that you made? Yeah. The,
7: yeah I thought of I was trying to sell it. Did you, you know, name it? No, I never. All right, named. Good, I'm good. Not a, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I, I mean, not, I mean, that's I fine. Wish, I, wish, I wish I was the type of person that can come I, up with a name. I just, just, yeah, to I've had it, friends.
0: was like, what do you? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's just, just the motorcycle.
7: Yeah, yeah. It's my, it's my poop magnum. You know, yeah. that's, that's my bike. Um, but I got a a, a Sportster too. Um, Harley Davidson Sportster from 2000. And I got that bike because you know,
0: what? Well, how big's the motor in that?
7: Okay, well, that's uh, the the Sportster comes with an 883 and a 1200. The uh, bike was originally at 883, but um, back in uh, a couple of several months ago, the uh, the engine took a crap on me on the freeway, and the rear cylinder, uh, the exhaust valve got stuck open and Ooh. ruined the whole top end. And I was in the fast. So does end. the
0: piston hit that then? Yeah. When it, yeah. So the
7: whole top. The, the, the Why piston- would a
0: Why would a valve seize?
7: You got me. Um we the the suspicion is either that the timing was off or possibly that uh it was already slightly bent and it just took a while for it to uh-huh. jam. Okay. Um why it was originally bent, who knows the previous owners.
0: Is were, it, is the motor destroyed or
7: The top end was destroyed. It was replaced um the it was replaced at great expense. <laughs> right? It's just, With, I know. And that the crazy thing, a 2000 Sportster, you can't find like or it's very difficult to find good condition use parts use parts because so, those things are bulletproof they're
0: not supposed to do that those right. things
7: go for like a hundred thousand miles what there is though are oh. lots of aftermarket parts
0: oh okay performance
7: all right. parts so it's very easy to. <sighs> so
0: know. you're like uh got like it's like a tractor motor now or yeah, something it's
7: like a 1250 now <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 1250 like high compression you know which is not what i wanted i'm having parts vibrate off so I, went,
0: I had, I, my brother went to school in Tucson and he had a friend and it was like, Psycho Jimmy was his name. Mm-hmm. And he had a, um, sportster of some, this, and this, this was many years ago, pre Evo motor. This mm-hmm. is so, you know, anybody who had Harleys the were shuttle, like, they, they knew, you know, those bikes, right? You yeah, just yeah. did you just didn't put oil and gas in them and go those bikes you had to
7: know him a little bit yeah. yes uh, my pops had a uh the the shovel too the thousand cc sports or shovel head I think is- and this
0: and, and and I don't know I was I was a, probably 16 and my brother was, I was going to college and he's like yeah and then I ended up like going with this guy <laughs> to get s- something stupid so it was just like the classic like you know uh dead man curves like ending yeah they were going for like uh, bag ice you know and, yeah. and when they went around dead man's and this guy was like he was just he was so um he was very good mm-hmm. but he was like so, it was so fast and it was so uh it was frightening and exhilarating um and then at some point it was just exhilarating because i was just like you know what i just kind of like but, all right dude this is like you're if we're, well, we're both Jesus going <laughs> <laughs> if it's you. It's me. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but it was good. We we made it back safe, and that nice. was just like great. And I'm like, I had so much respect for the the yeah. Sportster after that.
7: Well, it's funny because you know, like I never was a big bike kind of person. I was never into to, to Harleys. I mean, my dad had a Harley, so like I have an affection for it because you know it's my dad, and you know like, and it's now we have something to talk about. But uh, um, not that we didn't before. But you know what I mean. Uh. Uh, but but you know, I didn't. I. I like I came from mopeds. My last bike was a 250. Like, and I'm perfectly happy going 250 speeds. You know what I mean? Like right, I'm right. Not a, it just happened to be, you know, the bike that sort of caught my eye, and like I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, this, and this to it. You know, because you always have ideas in the back of your head. So I didn't plan on, on, you know, becoming a Harley person, um, and I, I still don't think of myself as a Harley person. It's okay, Joe. There's yeah. just like you know, we're but uh, I love the bike. We're all
0: brothers and sisters.
7: Right. I love that. I love that bike though. It's it's real good to me, um, even though it's. It's
0: is, a money pit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they. I mean, now I've got. Um, so I've got a, a slash two, which is a nineteen sixty five. So R right. fifty, uh, mm-hmm. um, and I have a R seventy five slash five toaster tank. Right. And I have got that bike out there. So that's my trilogy. So I'm. That's basically it. That. But those beautiful BMWs. Yeah, those those bikes I've had for thirty years. One and twenty five plus the other. And I got them under certain, you know, one I worked for and the other one was like 800 bucks. So they're like, you know, it's like, there's no reason for me to get rid of these bikes. Mm -hmm. So I just, they just come along, you know, for the ride everywhere. Yeah. So, but when you're talking about like money pits, it is, it's like one of those things where, um, yeah, it's like now I'm starting. You know, I've had these bikes and I haven't like put any kind of money in them. Now it's like tires and right and all the rubber parts. You know, fall apart. Mm. But on the other hand, um, a nice bike is is your um, as an investment or whatever. It's uh, more than a you know putting your money in a bank account. You know? Right. So you should buy motor. Don't put your money in a bank. Go out buy yeah. just you go know, buy motorcycles.
7: motorcycles. <laughs> well, don't. Uh, yeah, my my whole thing is you know like. Things are, we were talking about it earlier before the show, like, uh, things are, things are meant to be, uh, meant to be used. So, you know, like it, don't worry about what it costs. Like if, if, if it's in your budget and you want it, you know, and you're going to use it, do that. Right. And, you know,
0: it's, and that's the thing. It's like, there's, um, you know, it's like people, they get them and then they, they sit on them, um,
7: they're meant to be be ridden and they're they're meant to fall apart and you know if they're still worth it to you then you put them back together and if they're not then you move on
0: right and that's the thing and and I think that it's a good lesson for just uh, sustainability you know I mean you got something it's just so much shit's just disposable you know Mm -hmm. and it's nice to have something that's like quality and that provides a, 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 a nice uh, experience. And then you can yeah. uh, take and you it it.
7: something about like wrenching when you, you know, like that's a, that's a whole nother philosophy, you know, to, to life, you know, learning how to actually fix the things in your life. Right. You know, I, I, am not, you know, like I said, my buddy who are, you know, work on mopeds with like, he's the, he's the better mechanic. I like just riding them, but I, you know, you have to learn to a certain extent. Right. And, uh, and there's a, there's a Zen in it. Um,
0: absolutely. I mean, and just to, just to at least know the whole like process of what's uh, an internal combustion engine and how it's going. I mean, it's like, I got a kid and I'm like, like Sunday we went, I'm like, all right, we're going on the roof. I'm going to show you how to, you know, uh, snake out the drain. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, um, Hey, um, so, you know, it's like, all right, I know you're not, you know, you're not going to be a plumber. Come on in. Um, and uh but but
7: you gotta learn how to do those yeah
0: things, right? you know you're it's just like you know like what the hell what is, what is this all right so uh we're on the corner 21st and florida in a beautiful mission this is mutiny radio and one thing that we, i always leave the door open so people come through all right we're gonna do this really quick there's two mics there just tell us your, your names and and
4: i'm cynthia damato i've lived here for 36 years and
0: you're and you never no, noticed the radio know. station that's well, been I, here for like 15 I, I, years
4: i'm excelsior
0: <sighs> okay Cool. So you're now you're in a mission, and your friend is.
4: I'm Kimbiandi from yeah. North
0: Beach. Where are you from? North Beach. Mm-hmm. I hear there's uh, good Italian food there. <laughs> is it true? Yes. All right. So what are you doing? You're just walking around the street and. Uh... We're going to
4: Brava Theater because we're going to go listen to some Sicilian music.
0: Oh, Brava oh. Theater. Yeah, it's all been redone now. You're kind of like a few no blocks idea. off. <laughs> is this like the closest you could park?
4: No, I don't know. I'm walking because that's what you I like to do. Yeah,
0: well, you got you got a little walk. You know, that's
7: how you find things like this, right?
4: Yeah, this is really cool.
0: Woo! Well, thanks, thanks. What's your name? My name's Sean. Hi, Sean. Yeah, this is uh, Bug House Squares, the show. Are you guys pirate radio? Not anymore. Now we're Mutiny Radio. We got shut down. The FCC shut Pirate Cat down and took our transmitters or destroyed them. I
5: think I did pirate Cat, I
0: think. Yeah, now we're, um, you know.
4: Now you're reborn.
0: Yeah, what we're reborn. We just stream over the internet and. You
4: listen to Leon Redbone?
7: Earlier, yeah.
0: I did, yeah. yeah. You,
4: you were listening to Leon Redbone. Now, what are you listening to?
0: Um, we're well, talking. we're just we're just talking. This this is the artist for all the the paintings in here. Can you describe with vivid detail how you felt when when you first looked around?
4: I felt like th- that your arms were wide open. That's why I swung myself right through that door because it was like really cool.
0: Dang, that's like that's that's why I, you're like the first person that's ever said that because that's exactly why I always leave that door open it's like, yeah, for no people dad. can just bound in. Do you need to use the washroom? We have running water. No.
4: Okay. <laughs> I, have to,
0: I have a son that's a
4: musician, though. I tell him to come in.
0: And really? He yeah. If he's, does he yeah. Does he record music at home?
4: He records music all over
0: the place. So the next segment we do here, it's called uh, Rives from the Basement, because it's no lie in the basement. We're miles apart. No surprise. Going to rise from the basement. And what it is, it's home recordists, Any style, any genre. It just has to be recorded where you live. Uh-huh. You know, if you live no, in your car uh, or like at your mom's house. A lot of stuff on the phone. Does he live at your house? No. Okay. <laughs> that was
4: a really bad. No, I answered that really quick because <laughs> no. it's like, he's no. Born no. Born. no. Let's just say he's <laughs> hand-to-mouthed reggae drummer. There you go. All
0: right. All right. He's a reggae drummer. Dig. He
4: doesn't live there, but he's there 23
0: so yeah, 20. hours. Uh, what do they call that? One drop? You know the one Did drop?
4: He got, hey, I don't know, but he loves bun, what he does. Gunk.
3: Gunk. <laughs>
4: all right. Um, all right.
3: Thanks.
0: Thank you. Hey, come back anytime. Um, I've just, i are working through here. I do like an interview with you guys, but uh, I've already done one tonight, but it's so nice to.
7: I beat you to it.
0: Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the uh, brava. Thank
7: I'm, I'm the artist. He painted all, all he, did,
0: he did all these things but
4: up. I mean, like, what do you really do besides yeah. that? Oh, like,
7: ouch.
0: Oh, oh man. I'm a, I'm I a, have
4: co- artists that live in my house. That's why I said, well, you gotta.
7: Believe it or not, I live off of your art. art.
0: Have you looked into, go look closely to that one. Thank you just you. out of hand? Come on. You did all
7: the <laughs> you did Yeah, all that's the me. Beautiful. Thank you, thank you. This is really nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so um, um, uh, Joe, I'm going. I'm going into the uh, to the basement. This is uh, Brian Hutton, and I apologize because we went we went like super uh, far into this, but um, I got a lot of from Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. So this is um, this is Brian. We're going through this together. So I just like touch this link, and it takes a while. Sometimes it. It's faster than others, but, you know, most of the time it comes up. So we got a picture. It looks good. We've got uh, Brian Hutton. He's a a singer, songwriter, classic rock, British Invasion. He's from Greeley. I've been to Greeley, man. Greeley. It's on the east side of the mountains. Dig. So uh, I think we're going to do this is from the other way. Uh, Oh, God. If you dig this, look for Brian Hutton, H-U-T-T-O-N, on uh, Reverb Nation, hold on, let me turn that up, I'm touching that, ooh, oh yeah, it's reacted. Um, It's the dot chasing its tail, always a good sign. Yeah, that's um, <clears throat> um, th- that's the voice of love that's Archie Lewis so you know where else you're gonna hear um, Jamaican dude singing a German song uh, only on the voice of love uh, yeah that was a good one. we're going back to the basement uh, hold on let me let me do this because uh, I want to do this this is I don't care I don't care if the handyman doesn't want it out there KNM handyman this is. Uh, his name's Casey, uh, or her, my name, Casey, could, I'm not sure, uh, uh, very, uh, 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 I have a home studio, record and manage a group of guys, we're called uh, Bup Music on SoundCloud in Reverb Nation, so hold on, we're gonna go to that, um, just giving you the full picture, man, that's what we're doing, uh, i turn that up, this is Hit the Weed Store. Um, Eight up music. I'm so, I say, Bup. I'm so sorry. I like I apologize. <laughs> yeah, Bup was that was I was like Bob really. Um, it's eight up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Hit the weed store. Uh, I've touched that. The pause button comes. Always a good sign. Uh, now it's the dots going in a linear fashion. Oh,
8: Full that random of shelf, nigga we store, we store Making my own shack, full that random of shelf, I'm a nigga of a jail Making my own shit for that plant them shelves. Yeah. I'm burning trees you only see in a Hot Times magazine. THC's all I breed, caught my weed at dispensaries. At the crib, burning fingertips till it's history. Then it's back towards the store to score some different green. Grab that top shelf, might as well make some wax myself. Up that cabbage so I'm dabbing like I just got a jail. Living in Colorado, 10 miles north of LaSalle. Fuck living poor, retired, 34 exporting bills. <laughs> we smoking hot bridge strains, blueberry of like franken Frankenbanger. Some of that Johnny Blaze Mixed with a little night train Whatever the taste you crave We got it And if you get pulled over by a car Just tell them you buy that one Yeah, hit, hit the, the weed we store. store Hit the weed store Weed store Hit the weed store Full of that brand new shelf Hit the weed store Full that that new shelf Hit the weed store Weed store Making my own shit Full that that new shelf I'm a little vegeto. Pull that platinum shelf See no 04 dance to get hard, that's some, that's some, some bullshit, bullshit. I'd rather buy an ounce and go hard on that's some, some music. music I keep that platinum shelf loud in my acoustics When I hit the blizzard it leaves me puzzled like a Rubik's but still got that blueprint in the game Still push a weight out of state On planes who needs the fame, bitch Jump in the blue, got it, hitting 200 all the way Getting chased by them blue lights But I ain't going to jail today But just in case we take the detour Gonna flee for Rather be locked up than be poor So right before I record I run out the door, jump on Mars 4 Grab some peach, optimals And hit and hit the weed store Hit the weed store, weed store, hit the weed store Hit the wee store for that platinum new shelf Hit the weed store for that platinum new shelf Hit the wee store, we store Making my own shack for that platinum new shelf I'ma Making my own shack for that platinum new shelf
0: Bug Out Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do, especially what you're doing tonight. Um, that was uh, that was an interesting set. Um, Joe, I want to thank you for coming by. You got what's going on, man. Tell us about how can we tap into the, the inner workings of Joe.
7: Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, uh, Mock Illustration is my website. If you want to check out the art, uh, there's a shop on there. If you want to look at the motorcycle art, maybe buy something. It's uh, maukillustration.com.
0: Hey. And uh, we're going to talk about, I know you put a lot of work in these things, but we'll, uh, we we will, we will, you haven't seen the last of me, Joe. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) And you, um, all of us, let's, uh, let's work tight. um, uh, Tolerate, tolerate as as much as you can and as long as you can, because that's the way we all want to get together. We tolerate, that means we can kind of listen, we can get beyond our, our shit. And we can and, and, and work it out because, uh, after all, you know, it's up to us, man. It's up to us.
9: Just be me. Turn around down by the window where the light is. She's my best friend, certainly not the average girl. She's my best friend. Understands me when I'm falling